money. It comes with a lot of questions, and Fidelity can help you get answers. Visit fidelity.com slash blackwealth to learn more. This book right here is $4 to print. It's hardcover. Every time I sell a book on Amazon, I'm selling it for $14.99. Amazon gives me uh, 60% of that, and, and then minus their four you know minus their four dollars to print. If I buy the books myself though, I'm buying them at four dollars, mm. and I can actually sell the books myself for fourteen ninety nine. So now I'm making ten dollars every time I'm selling it myself. If you're a self-published author, never send nobody to Amazon. But put your book on Amazon. You have to have your book on Amazon, right? Because the truth of the matter is that if you don't put it on Amazon, no one's gonna think you're serious. My graduates from my school. Being Forbes, backdrop, backdrop, <laughs> a mic drop, backdrop, backdrop. All right, guys, welcome back. Yeah, ATL edition. Get, this we, is New York. We still New York. We can't. We can't do that. Hollow yeah. edition. <laughs> <laughs> you already know. Hollow. So this is a full circle moment. A um, few years ago, when we were still in the dining room, a legendary dining room, not everybody made it to the dining room. Oh, yeah, only a few people remember the dining room and remember having three iPhones. Mm. Some right. people got one, two iPhones and a camera, but you was part of that crew of three iPhones and a green wall. Yes. There was a lot. That. There was a lot of dining room classics from Derek Falcon, yes. MG the Mortgage God, yes. Chris Gotti. Yep. Uh, actually, Ian Ian Dunlap was in the dining room. Yeah, Trap was in the dining room. Spurgo, Spurgo was in the dining room. Yep. For sure. Um, Ash Cash. Oof. Can't forget Ash Cash. So when we first did the episode, that was the first time we ever talked about books. We talked about a variety of different yeah, things. Yeah. We talked about retirement planning. We talked about your history in banking, but. I think what people drew the most out of and that was the um, books. Because even to this day, people run up on me like, yo, I watched that Ash Cash episode. I wrote three books, da 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 So that was, the, that was the, and then a lot of those clips went viral. Like one in particular about how to do a publishing company for $500. Yep. So that was just, the, the it, was a, play. it was a start. <laughs> it was the start of, of a great relationship with Ash. Then we have a EYL network. Mm -hmm. Right, where content is produced daily. Shout out to MG the Mortgage Guy and Kiana Ranson Gems. Of course, the legendary Market Mondays. Yes. Now, the the latest sensation that has torn up the streets with 19 Keys high level conversation. Yep. But inside the vault. The first signing. Inside the vault. The first well, signing. I think him and Dave. The same day, but technically. Technically, uh, Market Mondays is the first show. First show, but, but the, the first signing yes. was... So, so the first signing was, was Ash, and, and they, we finally got it done together with you and Shan. Yeah, but yeah. The, the first call that was made was to you just because we you had the, that idea, like, yo, this is I got this vision for something. And we yeah. like, let's bring it to life, man. Yeah, so his show... And now, the inside the vault, the Ash Cash, the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Total. I was, I was, I was trying to... Yeah. Yo, so yeah, so inside the vault yeah. goes crazy. Yeah. And then, you know, to see the path to prosperity. Yes, sir. Mm -hmm. Um, and that goes crazy. Yeah. And um been at InvestFest every year. Yes. Um, and has built his own brand 
for itself as well. Yeah. So to see his trajectory, because he was actually in the financial space as far as doing it online before we were. Yeah. So he was somebody that I actually had a phone call with early. I don't even know if you remember that. We're talking about like the financial plan and trying to get around the the regulators and all that, you know, and um, you know, gave me some game on that. So to watch his trajectory, you know, go crazy mm-hmm. over the last couple of years has, has been a blessing and yeah. an honor. And we- to be able to work with him has been even more of an honor. So now we're bringing it back 360 to revisit this book conversation because yeah. a lot has some changed. Some things have changed. A lot. Changed. A lot, yeah. a lot. And, 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 and to give you a lot of credit, man, you know, we've introduced the world to a lot of entrepreneurs who've gone on to be successful, but Inside the Vote has done that as well. Right, Mike, shout out to our brother Storm Leroy. Yeah, oh man. You know, that, that episode went crazy. Went you know, crazy, Jason yeah. White is another one yeah. that comes to mind. Marvin, his Mar- episode Marvin crazy. Mitchell. Crazy. Yeah, we, we watched you have a platform that created, you know, a lane for other entrepreneurs. So I gotta give you your credit as well, brother. Yeah, I, I mean, I, so, so first I'm gonna give y'all credit, right? Because I feel like, um, like you mentioned, I've been in this, in this financial education space for a while. And um, I've tried before, though. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I know, right? African proverb. You go, if you want to go fast, go alone. You want to go far, go together. Uh, and I've tried many times to, like, connect with, with especially us, because what people don't realize, uh, it ain't enough of us. You know what I'm trying to say? Like, I, like there is no competition. Dude. Mm. It ain't enough. Like, we need, as a culture, more than ever, to stick together, um, show each other the plays, and run the plays. Uh, and I commend y'all because, you know, even though I've been in the game for a while, there was stuff I couldn't figure out. I was like, yo, like how? Like how am I going to figure this thing out? Um, and then y'all came to the game and just kind of like blew the doors off the handle and figured a lot of stuff out. So now I don't even have to figure it out. Mm. Y'all do it. <laughs> Y'all do it. And I'll be like, all right, all right, this is the play. And the great thing about it, though, too, is that I have direct access. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, I've never been on a call with, with Shadi or Troy where y'all like holding back information and y'all like, nah, I don't like, I can't give you, like, y'all give me the exact play mm-hmm. and I'm able to run it. And so to have a, you know, a, you know, my show is, um, been viewed over five million times, uh, top two hundred, mm-hmm. right? So I, so I call myself one of the top financial educators on the planet, right? For yourself, and and not just because we we not rocking only in the U.S. We top two hundred and twenty six countries, but that doesn't happen without the you know what I'm saying without the platform. And so I appreciate y'all just trusting me and really being like, all right, here you go, you know what I'm saying, and and really you know the 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 ability to have like creative control and and you know like you said like there's a lot of entrepreneurs who have come through the inside the vault um you know stratosphere if you will that have become icons in their own right mm-hmm. um and it's, and 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 that's how you you know what i'm saying what 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 god said be fruitful multiply mm-hmm. and so we multiply it baby <laughs> that they can do yeah, they can do you know what i'm saying you know what i'm saying all praises due to Allah for such a illustrious platform. You know what I'm <laughs> and the best energy, if you haven't noticed, oh, if you man. haven't noticed, he has the best energy. He has the best energy that I've ever seen. The only person that could probably match your energy is my mom. She's crazy. You ever had before? I, I ain't with your mom. Yeah, she's no. crazy too. If y'all ever in the same that, room that's together, that's an episode. Oh, yeah, we gotta connect. That's an episode. That's not the I We gotta connect. I got to connect. Who you think is gonna talk more? That's gonna be a difficult hour. That's difficult. That's, difficult. That's a difficult one. Oh, uh, but Ash, man, it's been so much that has happened yeah. in the last couple of years. So before we start this conversation, we're gonna talk about Chat GBT. Yeah. We're gonna talk about 
you know, a variety of different things. But let's bring it back to the beginning. Yeah. Um, first and foremost, why is it important to write a book? Yeah. Why is it a good idea to write a book? Um, why do you encourage so many people to become authors? Yeah, I think I think I think anybody who has breath in their body should be an author. Um, because when you think about we always talk about like passing down legacies, mm -hmm. and we owe for the most part, most people think about money. Like, I'm gonna pass down this money, but we don't think about passing down knowledge. Um, and knowledge is the one thing you could keep giving away without losing it. Um, and I feel like, I mean, you could go back to the Bible, the Holy Quran, you could go back to any book, right? Napoleon Hill, I'll give you a prime example, right? Books allow you to live forever. Napoleon Hill died in the 70s, right? Almost 50 years ago, he's dead. He wrote Think and Grow Rich 84 years ago. If you go to Amazon right now, it is the number one bestseller right now. Mm -hmm. And it's because books are the thing that uh, allows you to live forever. Uh, books allow you to tell your story. And so you live forever, right? So if, you know, I've written 14 books. When God called me back home, because we all going to get called back home at some point. When God called me back home, the name Ash Cash will live forever because I have bodies of work that 100, 200, 300 years from now, people will still have access to it, you know, if the world's still around, but that's another story. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But at the, at the end of the day, um, it gives you, at, you know, it allows people to know, um, you know, your your expertise, who you are, and it gives you authority, right? So I'll tell y'all a quick story. I remember, because I was a banker, right? And I remember, I did big stuff in banking. Like I was a CEO of a credit union. I was like, I did some big, big things in my 20s, actually. And I remember retiring from banking because I was like, y'all want to do financial education. And I would go to different organizations, schools, churches. I'd be like, yo, I want to speak to y'all. I'm a former banker. And they would look like I'm crazy. <laughs> like they would look at me and I would tell them my whole resume and they would be like, nah, I'm good. I'm going to go to the guy up the block. And I'm like, the guy up the block is a branch manager. Like, am I, are you hearing me correctly? Like I am a, I was a CEO and they didn't really care because they didn't know, right? The moment I wrote a book though, it's crazy. The moment I wrote a book, my first book, Mind Right, Money Right, Tell on Financial Freedom. So now I'm walking into places like, yo, I'm the author of Mind Right, Money Right, Tell on Financial Freedom. Everybody's like, oh my God, oh, this is what's an author, right? So there's this level of prestige that comes with being an author, right? And if you even think about it, authority, the root word of authority is author. And so in order to have the authority, if you want to be the guy in that space, write the book. And then everything else follows. So entrepreneurs, anybody, if you work a nine to five, you need to have a book because whatever your expertise is, that raises your profile just so much. Like I, I, I've been verified on IG for a while. Why? Was it because like I wasn't popular? I was an author. Mm. And so Google did, Google created something for me. And, and like, if you Google my name, whether it's Ash Cash or Ash Exantis, the first thing that pops up is that, you know, I'm an author. So, yeah. So you said you're the author, but you also use the word authority. And one of the things, especially after episode 26, yeah. you became the authority in yeah. self-publishing books. And so a lot of people, you know, have taken that route. Yeah. Um, but there is also traditional publishing. Yeah. And I know a lot of, there's a lot of stigma of which one you should be doing. Yeah. And, you know, the major thing inside of it is royalty rates. Yeah. So can you, do you still think that self-publishing, I know you're a huge proponent, yeah. is a better medium or is there a way to have both? That yeah. makes sense. So, so, so I'll, I'll say this, right? So right now, I, like, like I, I've um, published 14 books. Um, five of them have been bestsellers. Uh, my last book, Abundance is Your Birthright, was my fifth um, bestseller billboard on Times Square. Went crazy with it. Um, I was able to do that 
as a self-published author. Mm -hmm. um, and any time that, and I've sold over 200,000 books independently, right? Um, if, a, if a traditional publisher came to me today and said, hey, Ash, we see what you're doing. We want to publish a book with you. Uh, I would do it. Mm. Why? Because the traditional publisher is the bank, right? It's like the record label, right? Mm. It's like the per it's like it's like TI. TI had all these underground hits before he signed the major. Once he signed the major, now everybody started going back on his back catalog and they start, you know, getting all of his his back stuff. You know what I'm saying? There's, there's a tons of people who have done that model. Um, so I would do it mm -hmm. because I already have a body of work. I have followers, I have people who support me. Um, and so what um a traditional publishing deal would do for me is it would now give me all of the promotion that they would give me, the book tours, the media, all of that stuff that will shine a light on me and my personality. Mm -hmm. And guess what? It's going to run up. So all the other 14, they're going to be like, wow, we never heard of this guy before, right? Mm -hmm. And so for me, I would do it. Um, for somebody who's just starting out, it's just a lot of red tape, to be honest with you, right? You can't... So first of all, there's only four major publishers, right? So it's not like there's a lot to choose from. Um, and you can't go to the publisher directly. There's a middleman. You have to go through a literary agent. So you have to have a literary agent who first believes in you. Once the literary agent believes in you, now that literary agent has to, has to take you to the traditional publishing house. And then the publishing house, once they publish the book for you, there's no telling when they're going to put the book out. Mm -hmm. Right. And so I could be writing about chat GPT and you understand? Know like by the time, by the time <laughs> they put the book out, chat GPT doesn't, it, it's not a thing no yeah. more. Right. It's so common. And so I say for the regular person, I would just, just do it yourself. Right. Traditional publishing. Um, there, there's a, there's a process. Uh, when you self-pub, like this book right here, Book Rich, right? I'm, I put that up there because I literally wrote that in five hours. I published it in five days. I'm talking about, I wrote it in five hours. And by the time, uh, like from five days after I wrote it, editing, book cover, design, everything, mm -hmm. it's available on Amazon.com for you to purchase, right? That would not have happened if I went to a traditional publisher, right? And so here's the great thing, though, too, about self-publishing is that if you could make the money and you could make, you know, you could make a lot of noise yourself. If a traditional, like abundance is your birthright, if a traditional publisher sees your, sees what you're doing and they're like, oh, I could add some fire to it. It doesn't mean that you can't do it. Like I, I've actually known people who have had self-published books and it went so crazy that a traditional publisher offered them a deal. And at that time they offer you a better deal, right? Because now you, you already, you're coming in there with numbers, you're coming in there with a following, and so now you have room to negotiate. If you're just somebody who is just coming off the street and nobody really knows you yet, even celebrities get bum deals. Like, I've listened, I've, I've heard celebrities, and I'm like, yo, you getting a dollar off a book? One dollar? I said, yo, you bugging because you have direct-to-consumer access. And so if you- Money, it comes with a lot of questions. How do I save? Where should I invest? Can I build wealth to pass on? It's hard to know where to get the answers. That's why the people at Fidelity do what they do. They make it easier for you to get information to make better money decisions. They've got articles and videos, tips and apps, and insights and perspectives that can make planning, saving, and investing less stressful. And when you want to talk it through, there's a real person on the other end with real answers. Helping people is what they do. And as a part of their $250 million Invest in My Education initiative, Fidelity is supporting eligible students from underserved communities in the Boston, Dallas, Fort Worth, 
and Raleigh-Durham areas by combining scholarships with ongoing assistance, mentorship, and better paths to post-graduation employment. Want to learn more? Visit fidelity.com slash Blackwell. Put out that book yourself. Yo, you could get 6 to $7 for a book. Yeah. So, so let's talk, on, let's, can we just stay right there yeah, real quick? Yeah, yeah. Because what you, you're bringing up is a good point. Is that it's the royalty, right? right? So, like, if I'm self-publishing, what is the percentage or allocation that I should expect yeah. from a self-publishing book, as opposed to a traditional deal where you're saying like I might get a dollar, yeah. but that might be five percent of yeah. what the actual value of the book was. Yeah. So, what, what's the traditional uh, royalty rate versus the self-publishing? Yeah. Rate? So, like, if you think about a traditional uh, publisher who, because they print the books in bulk, mm -hmm. uh, their cost per book is smaller, right? So like, let's say for instance, a Simon & Schuster signed somebody um, and they expect to sell 100,000 books. Well, if they're gonna print 100,000 books, they're probably paying a dollar per book. They're not, it's not a lot, right? They're mm -hmm. probably, cause they have these major warehouses that's printing it and the more you print, the lower the cost. So they might be at a, a dollar per book and now they're selling the book though for $14.99. Mm -hmm. And so what they're accounting for is, all right, $14.99, we gotta hire this person, that person, this person, that person, and we're gonna give you a dollar that so let, let let's say uh the the cost is a dollar. They're selling it for $14.99, so the 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 profit, let's say, is $13.99. Mm -hmm. They give you a, a dollar, you got $12.99 that the profit they're getting, and even if they, if, if, if their staff, they pay $5, the main company is still getting about $7 profit where you only getting a dollar, mm -hmm. right? Compared to if you go, you know, print on demand, let's say like an Amazon or Ingram Spark, um, they're just gonna charge you the cost of the book and for distribution, it's a 60-40 split, right? So like for instance, this book right here is $4 to print, it's hardcover, uh, and you know, it's, it's 180 pages. So it's, it's, it's $4 to print. Um, that $4, uh, every time I sell a book on Amazon, I'm selling it for $14.99. Amazon gives me uh 60% of that. And, and then minus their four, you know, minus their four dollars to print. So I'm, I might be making what $6, $5 per book. But again, if it, and here's the other thing though, too, right? If I buy the books myself though, I'm buying them at $4. Mm. And I can actually sell the books myself for $14.99. So now I'm making $10 every time I'm selling it myself. So here's the hack. Let me get, up, get some game. If you're a self-published author, never send nobody to Amazon, right? But put your book on Amazon. You have to have your book on Amazon, right? Because I've heard other author coaches uh, tell people, well, don't put it on Amazon because they take the split and all that stuff. The truth of the matter is that if you don't put it on Amazon, no one's going to think you're serious. They're not going to think you're a serious author because that's how you get radio, television, right? They're going to they're gonna do a Google search. If you say you wrote a book and they go to Amazon and the book is not on Amazon, they're not really going to take you serious, right? Mm -hmm. So yes, you want to put your book on Amazon. You want it on Barnes & Nobles. You want it in Walmart. You want it in Target. But when anybody of your fans hear your voice, and, and you're telling them to go somewhere, tell them to go somewhere you own. So I only tell people, go to ashcashbooks.com. That's my website. That is something that I own, I control. I get a, a bigger markup if somebody buys my book from ashcashbooks.com. But if somebody's like, oh, I like, you know me, I don't remember the website, and they go to Amazon and buy my book, they're gonna buy the book, I'm gonna get that percentage. But here's the other hack. Amazon is the biggest cross-seller ever, right? I have a book that has done a number one bestseller 
based off of not me, based off of another rapper who put a book out and people were partnering my book with that person. Mm. And so all of the all of their traffic was coming to me. You might also like. And, exactly. <laughs> and so imagine if my book wasn't on there, I wouldn't have those access. Right. And so I would say that that, you know, self-publishing, if you go through a print on demand service like Amazon, Kindle Direct, um, you're, you're going to get 60 percent minus the print cost. If you do it yourself, you print it yourself, you sell it. Now I'm keeping ten dollars, and I'm charging the customer for for shipping and all that. So so I, that's not coming out of my profit. So I make way more money as a self publisher doing it myself than I would if I if I did tradition. All right. So let's so before we talk about some more specific chat GBT stuff like that. The time has come, ladies and gentlemen. InvestFest, that's right. That's right, InvestFest 2023 is here. August 25th, 26th, and 27th in Atlanta, Georgia. We are taking it to a new level. Bigger than ever, this year we're going to do 20,000 people in Atlanta, Georgia. I want you to do yourself a favor. Head over to investfest.com right now. We will have activations from Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, three days, musical performances, billionaires. Everything is gonna be a completely life-changing experience. Vendor Marketplace, Food Truck Village, you know how we do. Don't wait, don't hesitate, head over now. Let's also bring it back to the basics as far as a few questions that I have. A lot of people are saying like, well, I, I don't have an audience. Yeah. So what's the point of me writing a book? Yeah. Right? Like you have hundreds of thousands of people that follow you on social media. So, you know, that gives you an advantage because mm -hmm. you have an audience. Yeah. But for the average person that has a thousand followers, yeah. right? Should they focus on building their social media before they even think about writing a book? Like what's because a lot of people that's stopping them from writing a book. Yeah. So I so I so I think I think about this, right? Like you guys have personally made some legends. People who had no followers whatsoever come on your platform and literally become legendary. Some of them have built um, brands from that. Um, some of them have um, respectfully done nothing with. <laughs> respectfully. <laughs> respectfully. 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 With all due respect. With all due respect, right? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? No, that's what's right. We're we gonna leave the names anonymous because right. they may take us some kind of diss. Right, right. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> and so oh, man. <laughs> imagine if, right? Imagine if those people had a product or service, right? In the in the words of you know the honorable Pusha T, y'all wanna be more famous than rich. You get what I'm saying? Like a lot of people are not using um publicity and access like they should. Um, the truth of the matter is that anybody, whether it doesn't matter how many followers you have, uh, you should be writing your book because that's actually how you're going to get in front of the big platforms, mm -hmm. right? Because what a book does is it's a, it's a solution to a problem. And so instead of sitting in front of a camera and just talking about the problem and just talking about, you know, why and getting people to know your name. What if you created that solution and that solution is in the book? And then what I like to call you buy or borrow traffic, right? How do you do that? You reach out to big platforms and say, hey, I, I noticed that you haven't talked about this topic. I have, you know, I want to talk to you about this topic, but I also have a solution to the topic. So now you can promote your book. Um, there, you know, people don't realize that to get on television and radio is not as difficult as they, they think it is. 
you, producers are always looking for new talent so that they could uh, they could put on their television screen. And so you have to create. You have to first strategize. You have to you write the book. You have to first strategize and say, all right, now that I have this book, what outlets am I going to reach out? What podcasts? What television? What radio? Um, you know, press releases still work. Right. You can literally put out a press release for less than a thousand dollars, reach thousands of media outlets. And then those media outlets, as long as the story and what you're talking about um, is 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 good and it, it connects with, with their audience, then they'll put you on. Um, and then and of course, buying like like I like I. Uh, I do ads. I do Facebook ads, Instagram ads, Google, right? Um, and, and this is for people who, like, even though I have a large following, there's millions of people on this planet that do not know who Ash Cash is, mm. right? And so when I do an ad, I'm like, the people who do know me, I want to look alike audience. I want the people who look like the people who, who like me. I want the other million to know who I am. So I do ads. Um, there's shout out pages that you could pay for, right? So you, you know, you're, you're, you're always on a, you know, shade room or spiritual world or whatever, these large platforms. You could put your book in front of all of those audiences. So there's so many ways for you to, um, get your message out there without being known. And, and I, and again, I believe that's the, that's the way to get known, right? The problem is, is that also a lot of people who are afraid to write these books, um, what they, what they, they care too much about their story. So they like, yo, I got a story. I want to tell my story. Nobody cares about your story, fam. <laughs> Nobody cares about your story. What they care about, right? What they care about is what your story could do for them. <laughs> so I got a memoir that I wrote called From the Block to the Bank. I, it, it's, it's my memoir, but I didn't say that I could have called it the Ash Cash story, but who would care about the Ash Cash story? But I said, yo, from the block to the bank, how to maximize your full potential, right? How, how, how to maximize your full potential despite your environment. So now somebody who's from the environment, right? I put, I put my kindergarten picture on there. Everybody, every hood in America has that same kindergarten picture. So now I'm talking to you, right? And so a lot of people care about their story. So, like, so, so they don't want to write the book because they're asking themselves, who would care about my story? But it's not about who would care about your story. What solution? Like, what can somebody learn from your story? And make sure you put that front and center. If you do that, it don't matter if nobody knows you or not. Mm. They're going to they gonna rock with you anyway because you're helping them out. Once, once you have the solution, I think this is the next part, right? Because like you said, everybody has a story, but what's the solution inside of your story? The next thing from a structural standpoint is like, after I have the idea, and you've done 14 books, so let's just even take from, um, from the blocks world. How do we now structure this yeah. in, a, in a way that makes sense to be a literary piece of history? Yeah, so, um, and I know we ain't talking about AI yet, but like AI has really made it easy, right? Um, because, so so let, let's go pre-AI, right? Pre-AI. Pre-AI, yeah. uh, you know, what I would do is I had, a, I, had a, I had an acronym called SHARE, right? Five steps to put your book out. Number one, S, start with the end in mind, right? So ask yourself, what do I want people to learn from this book? So after they pick up this book, what is the end result? Number two is H, highlight the steps that it's going to take for them to get there, right? And so now, if this is the end I want you to get to, here are the steps that it's going to take for you to get there, right? Mm -hmm. A was abandon the computers, right? So instead of writing it, dictate it. I'll tell you to pretend as if you are 
um, you know, teaching a class based on this highlight and dictate the book. So there's an app called Otter that I tell people to use and literally dictate the book and act like you're teaching it. And now you have that. R is review your masterpiece, right? So now that you have your, you, you've dictated the book, you've done speech to text. Um, now you review your masterpiece. You review it, you add, you take away anything from it. And then E was enlist the team, right? So now you're enlisting a team. Um, and, and you're getting people, you're getting a graphic designer, you're getting, um, you know, uh, interior, you know, somebody do the interior, yeah. you're going to KDP and uploading it, you're, you're, you're doing Ingram Spark because Ingram Spark is the largest uh, distributor uh, to independent bookstores. So that's how you make sure your book is in Barnes and Nobles and all these other different places. That's how I would say to do it pre-AI. Now, post-AI... I'm still telling you to share. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you to start with the end in mind. Mm -hmm. I'm telling you to highlight the steps. But even the highlight of the steps, you ain't gonna even highlight the steps. Now you start with the end in mind, and you go to ChatGPT and you say, "Hey, ChatGPT, give me give me the steps that it would take for them to get to this this solution." And it's gonna break down all the steps for you, right? Now you're gonna ask uh, ChatGPT, "Hey, I'm writing I'm writing a book. Please give me an outline to the book, and it's gonna give you the outline." Right now, once they give you the outline, I still want you, I still want it to be your story. So I still want you to dictate. Right. It's going to give you the outline. And now you're going to teach it from your perspective. But now when you review your masterpiece, I want you to use chat GPT to review to review all of the things that you want to add to it. Right. And then lastly, it's also enlisting. Right. But now you can enlist chat GPT to do everything. From your press release to your back cover to your marketing plan, all of the stuff that's there. And so now, instead of it taking you, you know, all this time, oh, I gotta work, I gotta do this, it's gonna take you, you know, 30 days or 90 days to write the book, you can literally do it on a weekend. So I wanna get into this chat GBT conversation. But before that, let's back, cause you had mentioned like the steps to structure the book. Yeah. But there's something even more important than that. Mm -hmm. What kind of books would you write? Mm, so yeah. me, I'm not really a big fan of fictional books. Yeah. I know fictional books are very big, yeah. but I like nonfiction, the self-help books, the biographies, yeah. things of that nature. So there's so many different genres of different books. There's biographies, there's autobiographies, there's self-help, there's finance books, there's cooking books, yeah. there's fictional books, yeah. there's children books, yeah. there's money books. Mm -hmm. So that's another thing that's stopping people from writing a book. They don't know what to do. Yeah. They don't know yeah. what, like, even if you break down, this is how you write the book. Yeah. You, you still got to know what to write. Yeah. So if, if you're not a trained author, mm -hmm. which most people aren't, mm -hmm. right, and you want to write a book, what is the best area? How should you think about what you want to write about? Yeah. How should you, like, what's that? Like, yeah, no, that's a great question. So I only write books that I could build a business around. And that's what I would tell everybody to do. Um, I have what's called the four E's. Um, and so this is the basic structure of a business plan, right? Is that you should have the first level is your entry level product or service. So this is what is the free or low cost item that's going to get people into your funnel to get them to know you. Number two, the second level is the examination level, right? And so this is the level where they now know who you are. They're willing to, they, they don't, they don't want to make a commitment, but they're willing to give you some money to learn more of what you have, right? Step number three, level number three uh, is the elastic level. And that's the subscription. That's like, all right, now I like this person. And so I'm willing to, to be, make a commitment and I, and, and I'm willing to pay something 
on a monthly basis for them. And then lastly is the exclusive level. That's the level where they're like, all right, I want this person one-on-one and I'm willing to pay a premium to get access to them one-on-one. And so for me, I've made a lot of money using this model where I will um, have a book, right? My free or low cost. So now I get a book, you buy it for, for $10. Um, and then that's my first E, it's a low cost. And now I'm giving you all this knowledge. Now, once I give you this knowledge, people are like, you know what? I want to learn more. And so by examination level is I will create a course, right? And so now I create a course, which is the same information, but it's me on video. But then I might have some worksheets. I might uh, be giving you more knowledge based on that. Then I'll have a subscription base, right? I'll have um, a group where I say, you know what? All of the authors, let's come together and let's meet once a week. Let's talk about books. Let's support each other. Let's run ideas by each other. And so people pay a monthly fee for that. But then you have the busy professional who says, you know what, Ash, I want to write the book. I don't have time to learn all of this. So I want you to do it for me. And so they're going to pay me $50,000 and I'm going to do everything. I'm going to get them the ghostwriter. I'm going to do everything for them. And that's my exclusive level. And so I say the same thing. Everybody has that, right? If you have a, a solution to a problem, what all you need to do is figure out what is the solution? Can I write a book based on the solution? Can I create a course based on the solution? Can I, can I put a group of people together based on the solution? And lastly, can I help them reach that, that goal that they want one-on-one, -on -one, but charge them a higher fee? If you could put that together, then that's the book you should be writing. So, okay. So let's talk about chat GBT. Before, because you brought up Otter. Yeah. And the last time you were here, you spoke about Fiverr. So I want to talk about the dictation yeah. part of it. Because chat TV is going to come into this. But I've been seeing this a lot more, right? As far as voice recognizing, taking the, the, the manpower of actually writing. And people not realizing the benefits of it, right? Because yeah. a lot of people were doing Zoom calls. Yeah. And I know people use Otter during the Zoom calls mm -hmm. to now record. I think we've had a phone call. Yeah. And you're yeah. like, yo, try to do Otter so it can take notes. Mm -hmm. Talk about the benefits of that from, from a standpoint of being a self-publisher. Yeah. because So here's the deal. See, what, what happens is, is that the old way where people, and, and, and people don't even realize Otter is actually AI. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, That's so, why I say they'll come into the conversation. Yeah. So Otter is actually a, a artificial intelligence. And what it does is, as it's hearing your voice, it is typing the words of, of, of what you're saying, right? The benefit of that is, like, literally, prior to, prior to me finding Otter, I would dictate, have a, a, a big file, mm -hmm. and then I would have to go to Fiverr and look for a, a transcriber, right? I would look for somebody to actually like transcribe it for me, and they would charge me based on words, right? Then I found the hack where um, YouTube, if you upload a video to YouTube, they had an automatic automatic transcriber, yeah. and so I was like, "All right, bet I'm a I'm a I'm a I'm a record the the, the audio. I'm a upload it to YouTube, and then once I upload it, I'm gonna let you know YouTube transcribe it. Then I'm gonna copy and but that's the thing. I'm gonna copy and paste it after YouTube transcribes it, but it's gonna have all of the 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 time the time numbers on the side. So now I gotta pay somebody to take the time out. Yeah. Now Otter is just literally as you're talking. It is, um, you know, it, it is taking your, your, your text and putting it into speech. I'll give you even one better, right? You guys have done hundreds of um, podcast episodes. You could upload those to Otter and get a transcript of everything that you said. If, 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 if we go to EYL University right now, 
and we grab one of the, the lessons, we could upload it to Otter, and now we have a workbook. EYL books coming soon. Respectfully. You know what I'm saying? So, 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 so AI is, it just makes it easier. It's like, you know, it's, it's like back in the day where people would use the typewriter to type things, but now they have a computer, right? And so, so, it, so at the end of the day, it's still you, it's still your knowledge, it's still what you're putting out there, but it's just happening at a, at a faster speed. You know what I'm saying? So I think that anybody who's, um, reluctant or apprehensive to uh, using AI, they ju it's just because they don't they don't understand it. Mm. They fear what they don't understand. You know what I'm saying? Fear what they can't conquer. <laughs> That's just the theory of man. You know what I'm trying to say? <laughs> um, so yeah, so I think so I think that you know un I think understanding it, understanding how it works, and using it in the right way is 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 what is what it's about. And Otter has been you know has been a, a, a game changer for sure so you could put the video on order and then it, it gives you a transcript give you a transcript how much is it so they actually have a free version that you could get up to like six thousand minutes or whatever for free and then and then if you need like hours of it man i think i think i paid for the year boy like 200 dollars for the year for the whole year mm -hmm. and i and i and i got an unlimited you know time so and so 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 what to so troy's point earlier um, even, you know, it, it's attached to my, to my, uh, to my calendar now. And so now anytime I have any meetings, yeah. it automatically joins Zooms for me and it gives me the notes of the meeting. Yeah. I, I saw somebody doing that. They, they were doing the Zoom meetings, but every time it came on, it was Otter. Yeah. But they were doing presentations. So yeah. imagine if you're doing a presentation every week. Now you got four weeks of audio that's been transcribed for you. Now you pretty much got four chapters. Facts. 100%. 100%. Yeah, yeah, definitely. That gave me an idea of something that um, I'll talk to you about. Um, so let's talk about, all right, ChatGPT. Yeah. So there's been a lot of talk about it, um, some negative, some positive. You know, a lot of people still don't fully understand it. So let's, let's just talk about this just from a literary standpoint, right? Mm -hmm. um, New York City School District has banned ChatGPT yeah. because yeah. it's saying like it's going to be writing papers for kids and then like, like ghostwriting, right? So yeah. it's not like in, you're not actually writing it. So ChatGPT, uh, for the literary standpoint, it writes for you. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. But it doesn't just write for you. You dictate the tone. Yep. You have to kind of like curate it so it sounds like your voice. Yeah. It like just fully explain that for the average person that yeah. doesn't fully understand. Yeah. So, um, you know, ChatGPT, and there's other, there's other, um, you know, AI that write for you, like uh, Jasper, like PseudoWrite. There's a lot of other ones that that write for you that are actually a little more intuitive. So I actually use a combination. I don't only use uh, ChatGPT. Um, but for the for the everyday person who wants to understand it, um, it's literally um, having um, asking this AI a prompt, and it's able to write um, text based on your prompt. Um, and, and what happens though is that the AI only has information that's available on the internet right now, right? So what it does is in a, in a, in a, in a, in a flash, it's able to gather up the millions and billions of articles on the internet. Um, and then based on that knowledge, it gives you an answer to what you asked for. The great thing about, um, you know, chat GPT in particular, is that it cannot plagiarize, right? And so every single thing that it's giving it, giving you, it's giving you a new version of it every single time. For instance, 
if I ask ChatGPT to write a book on podcasting, it's going to give me the outline. But if I ask it again, it's not going to give me the same outline. It's going to give me a whole different outline because it is programmed in a way that it cannot plagiarize. It cannot uh, regurgitate the same answer over and over. So from a literary standpoint, um, there's some uh, protection, if you will, or some mm -hmm. some solace that you're not just putting out anything out there. But here's the caution, though, right? Mm -hmm. The caution is that you know, chat GPT is only as smart as the information that's out there. Mm -hmm. So if you ask chat GPT to write something for you, um, it may give you outdated information. So I'll give you a prime example. Um, you know, about a, about five years ago, six years ago, uh, there was a, a self-publishing platform called CreateSpace. And so any of my OG self-publishers know that CreateSpace was bought by Amazon. So it does not exist anymore, right? Um, and it's now Kindle Direct Publishing. But I asked ChatGPT to give me a list of self-publishing platforms and it told me CreateSpace. If I didn't know though, right? If I didn't know that this was outdated information, I could have published outdated information and I would look crazy, right? And so while it, while it does help you finish things faster, it is not a replacement for your knowledge. You gotta know what you're talking about. Mm -hmm. Right. Because there's many times and and, and, and I, that's why I use it. I use it as an assistant. Right. So, like, for instance, if I hire somebody to research something for me, it's like I'm the one. It's my knowledge. I just don't want I don't have the time. Like, it's too much time to do the research and all. So, go ahead. I'll pay somebody to do the research. They're going to come back with all of the information. And I'm going to cycle through. All right, all right, I'm going to use this. I'm not going to use this. I'm going to use this. I'm not going to use that. Well, so instead of paying somebody to do it do chat GPT. But again, if you don't have the knowledge, like if you don't know, and that's the other thing, the, the, the output is only as strong as the input pause if applicable. Right. And so you have to like, whatever you're going to get, whatever you're going to get out, Problem's on. just in case, just in case, I don't want you to be crazy to check. Dame will be proud. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> um, but, but, but like, like when you look at what, um, chat GPT is going to give you, if you ask a stupid question, if you ask a question that doesn't give you the right, like, it, it, like if you don't write, if you don't ask the right question, you're not going to get the right output. Right. And so you, you, you actually have to know what to ask. Right. And so, you know, like for instance, um, you know, yeah, I teach people how to write books, but I also teach people how to build a business mm -hmm. from that book, how to create 15 streams of income from that book. Th that ain't nothing. I didn't look that up. That's something that I like. I battle tested that. Like I, you know, since 2009, figured out all these these different ways to to make money from a book. And so now when I'm asking chat GPT, tell me all the ways you can make money from a book. It may not have some ways that I, that I have it. Mm -hmm. Right. But if I give if I tell chat GPT, hey, listen. Um, and this is, I've used it for this, where I'll write a paragraph about something and then I'll ask chat GPT to expand on it. Mm. So now I'm, I'm feeding it my knowledge. I'm saying, look, yo, if you do this, da, 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 and I'm gonna say, expand on this, on this paragraph. Now I've just taught chat GPT something, but now it's smart enough to know the context of it. And now I expand on that context, right? And so at the end of the day, it's still my information. Like it's not, I'm not taking this information from somewhere. I'm giving it the information and it's smart. It can learn. And, 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 I, and I think that's some of the things that people are afraid of is like, yo, yo, do, do you, do you want to teach it? Right. Do you want to teach certain things? And do you want all your information to be out there? Well, 
if I don't put it in chat GPT and I put it in a book, it's out there anyway. Yeah. So what's the difference? Right? And they're like, oh well, well, who owns it? You own it. It's your, it's your, it's your intellectual property, right? The danger, here's the danger though, too. Copyright laws. That's why I want to go. Oh. Because, dangerous. <laughs> dangerous. This, this, yeah, it, because I'm thinking, and I sent this article yesterday to Shadi, right? New York City did ban it. But yeah. Bill Gates said this is the most important technology since 1980. 100%. So like think about all the things that have come to the world since then, the iPhone, obviously the internet, yeah. for the, the, the common folk. But he's saying that this is the most important. Yeah. But the copyright part is challenging. Yeah. Right? So I'm, I'm thinking from a literary standpoint where it's like, yeah, you're pulling the information. If I want to write a book like Ash Cash, mm-hmm. it's going to write it in your format. But yeah. even more scary to me is the voice syncing. Mm. Right? And yes, so that's, yeah. Right. So now I don't know if I'm ready for that either. Right. Like if somebody does an audio book in my voice, yeah. I mean, how do we, I mean, do, yeah. So, <laughs> let, so let me tell you, let me tell you. So, Literally, there's a company. I won't. I won't shout the company out because they they too pricey and y'all need to pay me. But there's a company out there who I was looking into where they told me I, I, it was like for ten thousand or something like that that they could clone my voice. They could they could they could uh, uh, teach the AI to talk like me in same inflections, the ups and downs, the when I get loud, all oh, the same inflections, and. Now I can hire somebody else to record my audiobooks and then they'll change the voice to make it mine. And I, I ain't gonna lie, it was intriguing for me because I was like, wow, like imagine, I mean, you talk about immortality, <laughs> right? Imagine if, you know what I'm saying? Somebody like a, a, a computer could, could talk like me, right? And then somebody else is the one saying the, saying the, the, the content and then you just replace it with me. And then you have the ones that have the actual physical visual of you. Yeah. So imagine if AI could have the visual look of you and the voice of you. I could be on a beach somewhere and putting out content and it's a whole team of people in the back, right? The it, the, you know, problem with that is now you could potentially be saying stuff that you actually did not say, mm-hmm. right? You could actually be held liable for, you know, I mean, I've watched episodes of Blacklist and people got killed. I mean, it's only a movie, but people have gotten killed, arrested for, for deep fakes. You know what I'm saying? So the I deep, think the deep fake thing is real. Anything that happens in the movies will happen in, uh, in real life eventually. Yeah. The deep fake thing was crazy because I watched that on 60 Minutes. And if anybody doesn't know the deep fakes, that's like what you just explained, mm-hmm. right? Where it's like now it's so real, you can't tell if it's fake or not. Yeah. It's almost like these movies. Remember these movies where it's like you'll have like... Uh, one person that's real, one person that's fake, mm-hmm. and then the person got to make a decision yeah, yeah, yeah. to kill, and then they, they both look the same, they both talk the mm-hmm. same, and you can't really determine which one yeah. is which. Like that's where we're actually headed, yeah. and that's actually that's the deep fake, right? Where they've yeah. had stuff of like um, Bill Clinton saying mm-hmm. something or Obama saying mm-hmm. something, and people have actually like taken it and it's 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 like you know started some issues, but. They never actually said it. Yeah, it was just a computer yeah. program that just looked so realistic. Yeah, so it's like Ash Cash goes on there and says something crazy, right? And now he's getting canceled. Yeah, but you're like, I didn't say that. Right. You're like, but you did say it. Right. Like, what if Kanye didn't say it? Right. Facts. <laughs> what if he? Right. Right. Facts. What if? Right. 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 I have to figure out a different way to verify. Right. Right. Exactly. <laughs> hey, 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 and and that's and that's the that's the that's the scary part though, right? The scary part is. The court of public opinion doesn't care about truth. Mm-mm. 
if the court of public opinion cared about truth, then it, it, it wouldn't matter. But to your point, people are getting canceled for stuff that they probably didn't say, stuff that they got, got taken out of context. Ernest, what's up? Look, this episode is sponsored by NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. What's the best way to help you and your finances thrive? The answer can be overwhelming with all the financial misinformation out there. Fortunately, you can turn to NerdWallet's objective finance journalists to set things straight and help you make smart decisions with your money. I can't front. The nerds have helped me get smarter about a few things, like planning my tax bills so that I don't dread April every year, or making a budget that's balanced, not just buying sneakers and fly clothes, or saving on travel because spending less on airfare means more money for an extra night or maybe a five-star dinner. Or boosting my credit score, since we all know credit is like the real-life cheat code. The nerds also explain the real impact that the latest financial headlines can have on your life. You'll get the clarity you need to make smart decisions with confidence. Smart money is the smartest way to get even smarter about money. Let NerdWallet's trusted experts untangle today's web of financial misinformation. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast on your favorite podcast app. Future you? Well, thank you. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard context that they didn't even absolutely get an opportunity to uh justify or talk about and so yeah so that so so that part of it um is a little um scary it is um you know you know using it for books um i approve that message 100 right because i believe that regard whether it's ai writing it or not um, the information is the information. Mm-hmm. Um, whoever gets it out there first. And matter of fact, it's not even about who gets it out there first, because, you know, us as financial educators, we did not create these plays, right? Like we learned these plays and we're just regurgitating it based on what we learned, based on what we applied, right? But guess what? They rock with y'all because of y'all. They rock with me because of me. And so at the end of the day, like, we got to get out of the lack mentality and feel like, well, let me just keep this knowledge to myself because if I put this knowledge out, somebody else is going to get it. No, the truth of the matter is that your sheep know your voice. Mm-hmm. The people who are going to rock with you are going to rock with you because of how you present yourself in the world. The people who are who going to rock with me are going to rock with me the way because, because of how I present myself in the world. People like Napoleon Hill, but if there was a hip-hop version of a Napoleon Hill, I'm pretty sure they would be like, yo, I like this version better because it talks to me. You know what I'm saying? So, you know, people just have to um, stop being afraid of it, um, get comfortable being themselves, and and just just put out your content in your... Don't, don't try to be like nobody else. Mm-hmm. Put your content out the way you would put out your content and just keep putting it out until you find your tribe. And once you find your tribe, just lock in on them. You know what I'm saying? But then it feels... So- for one last thing with this copyright thing, there is no copyright rules nah. for AI right now. Nah. So, so, so here's the thing about copyright rules, right? Is that you cannot copyright an idea. You can only copyright a body of work, right? And so, for instance, Book Rich, How to Create a Fortune as a Self-Published Author, right? If somebody tomorrow read this book, right? If they read this book, 
And now they know all of the 15 ways I tell people to, to create a, uh, you know, create money from a book. Now, if they went to chat GPT and says, Hey, I want to write a book about how to create multiple streams of income. They could easily chat GPT is going to give them a, a, a brand new way, right? It's going to call it something else. It's not going to call it book rich. It's going to call it something else, right? Mm-hmm. Now they're going to say, here are the 15 ways. And then now that it's going to be in a different style. I cannot, even though I copyright written this, mm-hmm. it's copy, it's the body of work that's copyrighted, right? Mm-hmm. So nobody can't reprint something, this title, the whole, the whole body of work is copyrighted. And so, prime example, if I, I could take a, I could take a classic book and the idea of the classic book, I can take that, throw the exact words though inside of chat GBT or any other type of AIs and ask it to rewrite it for me. So, well, you, I mean, that happens you, all the time. Yeah. But yeah. do you think, with the technology, and maybe it's a disadvantage, maybe not. Yeah. Does it dilute, right? Because if I can do it, that yeah. means millions of people can do it. Does yeah. it dilute now the product that you've made? Yeah, no. Nah, so the so the so the, the thing is though, is that um that's why receipts are very important, right? I don't tell you you can make a million dollars with a book if I didn't make a million dollars with a book, right? And so now it's up to the people to decipher, yo, who like, we don't believe you. You need more people, right? Like, we hear you, but you don't sound confident. Yo, you don't sound like you did this before. Mm. Or are there, are there testimonials? Are there people like Julian Gordon who's going to tell you that we made a quarter of a million dollars in 10 months off of his book, Rich and Righteous? And shake and match and smile. You know what I'm saying? And so at the end of the day, like, are there results out there? Are there people that can vouch for you? And that's the other part of... Um, being an, an authority mm-hmm. is that when you first begin, I yes, you, you you might have to start slow, but you gotta get some results. You gotta be able to have other people willing to vouch for you. Other people to say like like I you know I'm not saying you know inside the vault is the is the greatest money mindset show on the planet. Five million people are saying that because if 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 I if if I if I wasn't a good host, if I wasn't bringing good good. Uh, you know, entrepreneurs and good guests on there, people would not be rocking with the show. And so it's the results. If y'all wasn't like, like y'all not here by accident, it ain't, it ain't like this. I'm, there's many that came before, but y'all not here by accident. You gotta, you gotta have a sauce. And none shall come after. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know what I mean? For the record. For the record. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. And so you gotta have the right sauce. You have to be able to, um, put it in, you know what I'm saying? Like, like it's, it's a recipe to it. And so while people could, Try to duplicate it, but you ain't you you not you nah like it, it's it's a it's a formula that requires certain ingredients. Number so, four, none to come. You know what I'm saying it's that means number four, it none to come. The homie that did it, it's know. the only one. <laughs> the, I show you though, it's, it's, it's the flip of the wrist, right? Yeah. You can have the same ingredients, yeah, but you still can't make the dish. Facts. But yeah. let me ask you this: yeah. as far as this book, right? Yeah. This is the book that you wrote in five days? Five, five, yeah, five, five, five hours. Five hours. Five hours. Okay. Yep. And then I and I published it in five days. So five hours might be a stretch for the average person. But yeah. you say seven days. Yeah, seven Anybody days. Anybody at this point in time should be able to write a book in seven days. No, no, no question about it. Yep. So what's the steps to write a book in seven days? Yeah. So I think I so step number one is really just um finding out how like like what is the solution that you want people to get. That's the most important thing. Not Do not start with your story. And that's what most people do. They start with their story. They say, I got this story and I want to teach the people. But I say, find the people first. 
What is a problem that people have? What are people searching for? What are, like look at people's comments, like like find somebody that's in that same space that you're in. And what is the common thread? What are people asking? So for? let's 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 give an example. Yeah. People need to lose weight. Yeah. So that's a problem that millions of Americans have. Yeah. So, all right. My book is going to be based on how to lose 20 pounds in 20 weeks. Yep. And so now what you would do is you would find a lot of uh, people already who's teaching that content, right? Go into their, go into their comments, see what people are saying, whether it's YouTube, whether it's on Instagram, find what's the common denominator, right? Find are people, are people like good comments and bad comments, right? Are people saying, man, I love the way you did this, or I love this, or thank you for this, right? And start, start compiling all of this information. And so once you have this information, now you go to chat GPT and say, Hey, so first of all, you have, you, you have to create a methodology yourself, right? And first, you got to know what you're talking about. You got to know what you're talking so about. So assuming that I'm a trainer. Right. I actually know how to make exactly. you lose 20 pounds. Exactly, right? exactly, let's, right. Let's get that. Thing. Exactly. Okay. You right, you just can't, you can't just be, pull out the air. Yeah, you can't just be like just doing nonsense. Right. But you do know, you're, you're authority in the space already, just nobody knows you. Right, exactly. So you want to you do the, the weight loss book. Yep, you want to okay. do the weight loss book. You know what you're talking about. You go and see what is working for others in the space that are already killing it. Mm -hmm. Once you find out what's working for them, now you put your sauce in it. Right. And so whatever your methodology is, if, if, if you have a methodology that says, you know, what I'm saying for, you know, if you want to lose, uh, you know, you know, you know, 20 pounds in 20 days, uh, only drink uh, beet juice. Right. If that if, if, if yours is the beet juice diet. Now you go to you go to uh, a chat GPT and say, hey, chat GPT, I am writing a, a book about how to lose 20 pounds in 20 days using only beet juice. Please give me a title. It's going to give you a title, some creative titles based on that. You're going to choose a title. Now you're going to tell ChatGPT, what is that methodology, right? Mm -hmm. Well, for the first seven days, right, drink, only drink water and beet juice, but make sure you add some protein or whatever the case may be, right? You give ChatGPT your methodology. Now, when you give it your, your methodology, you say, based on this methodology, please give me an outline for this book. And so now ChatGPT is going to give you this outline for the book. Now, as it gives you the outline for the book, of, of course, every step of the way, you're reviewing it. You're making sure this sort of jives with the way you actually do things. And then each step of the way, you just keep asking it. So now it gives you the introduction. You add whatever introduction you want to do. And so what, what I would normally say is this, is all of the technical stuff, I would actually ask ChatGPT for it first. Right. So all of the technical reasons, because what ChatGPT is going to do also, it's going to tell you the reasons why people don't lose weight. The reason why using beet is the, way, the right way. Um, why all of these other diets fail. Like it's going to give you the technical stuff that you probably don't know. Right. It's all this research out there. So let it give you all of the technical stuff. Right. And then now once it gives you this technical stuff and you have this 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 plethora of information, now that's when you use Otter. Now you start adding your story. You start adding your results. You start adding your source to it. You mix it into what ChatGPT wrote. And then now that you have a whole body of work, you read it through, right? You make sure to see, does it flow the right way? Like, is this flowing the way I need it to flow? If it doesn't flow, right? If it's not flowing the way it needs to flow, now you could you could you can grab that 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 information. What ChatGPT said, what you said, you could put it back into ChatGPT and say, "Hey ChatGPT, make this sound more cohesive." 
And so now it's going to take that whole body of work and now it's going to take your words that you just put on Otter. It's going to take their words. It's going to make it all sound together. And you keep doing that. And it's really, it's really like in five days, there's no reason why you should have, you shouldn't have a 20,000 to 40,000 word book. That's ready to get published. How many pages is that? So if, if you if you go forty thousand, I'm talking that that's like close to two hundred pages. Mm. So so if you go twenty thousand, you know, like you know, potentially if you have like a workbook or whatever or, or some exercises, you're talking between you know one hundred and twenty to two hundred pages. Right. So before you, before so you all right, but I want to get from start to finish. Yeah. So you get the title. Yep. You get the manuscript. Yep. You reviewed it. You have the chapters. Now that's but that's only half the battle. Yeah. Now. To write a book, you actually have to have the hardcover. Yep. You have to have the the website. So, the, so what's the full yep. execution? Plan? Yep. Yep. So now, last part we did, um, you took you you dictated your part of it. You took the part that ChatGPT gave you. You put that back into ChatGPT. It gave you all of the different different things. You read it. You make sure the flow is good. Once you're comfortable, right? You you throw it through uh, Grammarly to make sure there's punctuation that's done and make sure the punctuation is good. Um, and then now that you have this 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 manuscript, if you want human eyes on it. You could hire an editor or copy line editor uh, person, uh, which shouldn't cost more than a thousand dollars to just like proofread it for you. Once they give it back to you, you need to hire a graphic designer, right? Um, you could use Fiverr.com uh, for a graphic designer who's going to do the interior for you, and they could potentially do the book cover. Um, you can go to Upwork.com, U-P-W-O-R-K, which uh, is freelance writers and, and, and editors and things of that nature that you can hire to actually, uh, you know, do the interior designs for you. Uh, book cover, you have like 99 designs and all these different places that you you can you can hire out a graphic designer, or again, you can go to Fiverr once they um, bring back, uh, or get, you know, that usually takes about two days, right? Once you have your interior, um, done with your table and contents and all that stuff. Uh, once you have your book cover, uh, you want to make sure that you own your actual, uh, book title and everything. Right. And so you're going to go to myidentifiers.com, which is, um, a company called Bowker. And that's the only place that you can actually get your ISBN number if you're in the United States. Canada has a different way to get it. Other countries have different ways to get the ISBN number, but the ISBN number is what is going like it's a specific number attached to the to your title. So you're gonna go to uh, myidentifiers.com um, to you know to get your ISBN number. You're gonna assign that ISBN number to your actual book title. Right. And, and that actual book, you're going to upload the cover to it. And, and, you know, so that way, um, you know, Bowker registers that book with that ISBN number. And then now once you have the interior, you got the cover, you got the ISBN number. What you're going to do is you're going to upload it into Amazon.com. Right. So you're going to go to uh, Kindle Direct Publishing, KDP.Amazon.com. It's a, it's free. You upload your book to there. Do not choose extended distribution. This is where people mess up. They choose an extended distribution thinking that Amazon is going to help them get their book out to more What's people. That? What's extended distribution? So, so, so it's like getting your book at like Walmart and Target and independent bookstores. Mm. And which the reason why you don't want to do that is because if you do that, all Amazon is doing, they're opening an, an account on your behalf. And now the independent bookstores are going to know that you self-published the book. And, and, and a lot of them kind of shy away from it yeah. because they don't feel like the quality is the best. 
when it's self-published. Is that st stigma still there? There's a couple of questions I got, but is yeah. that stigma still there? I know before it was like if you did the self-publish, yeah. you couldn't be on the New York Times bestseller. Yeah. Is that still true? Yeah, it's, st it's still um, it's still a stigma, right? right? It's still a stigma that's still there because, again, there are people, there are there's always bad actors, right? There's always people who put out garbage. And so I so so even though I'm a self-published author, I don't like identifying as a as a um you know uh self-published author. I was gonna say a joke, I was gonna say forget that's a bad joke. But I don't like I don't like identifying as a self-published author because um when you identify as a um self-published author, a lot of people have this this stigma where they look at another book that has been self-published and it wasn't great quality and they're not willing to kind of give you that shot. Mm -hmm. So I wouldn't, you know, I, I would not do extended distribution. Instead, what you would do is you would go to Ingram Spark because Ingram is the largest, um, distributor on the East Coast where if you go to Ingram Spark, you get your book at Walmart, you get your book at Target, uh, thousands of independent bookstores. Um, you know, are, are, you know, they, they use Ingram to buy books. And, and now, and this is why I say press releases is dope because now once you upload your book into Amazon, you upload your book into Ingram Spark. Now it's available for sale on all platforms. Now you do a press release announcing that your book is out. So now when you announce your book is out, but then also you want to buy individual copies yourself, right? Never make the mistake of, um, putting a book out, but not having copies yourself, because if it, if it starts to take off, you might get people inviting you to do book signings. You might get people who want, who want you to come on their shows or things of that nature. And if you don't have a physical co copy yourself, it, that's not going to work. Right. And so now you order physical, physical copies yourself, create a website that is attached to the book. Right. So for instance, um, you know, all of my books are ashcashbooks.com. But when I, when I, um, you know, wrote Abundance is Your Birthright, I bought the domain for bookofabundance.com. Why? Because now I can redirect it anyway. Instead of telling people, well, you know, get Abundance is Your Birthright. It's available everywhere. I can say, go to bookofabundance.com. And now I can reroute it to Amazon if I want to, or I can reroute it back to my page where, 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 where I house it. And so buy your own books, create a website. Um, Shopify is really dope. So I would say just go, go open up a Shopify store, mm -hmm. upload your book on there, get your domain name, and then now have people go. So when you go on interviews, when you do press releases, when you do all that stuff, you tell people to go to your website, they'll see your book, and then they'll know, they'll know how to, how to, you know, how to, um, reach you. And literally, if you do all, like I left nothing out, if you do all of that, you got your book written from beginning to end. And you could do all of that in about seven days. How did you create the price points for, for each book? Great question. So um, I like to, it, it depends on what I want the book to do, right? So when I wrote From the Block to the Bank, I wrote it on my 40th birthday. And there were, there were 40 principles in the book. So I priced it at $40 from a marketing standpoint. And people bought it for $40. Uh, when, when, when Julian and I uh, worked on his book, Rich and Righteous, he was like, yo, I want to I sell it for $100. And he sold it for a hundred dollars, right? So it really is, you know, based on, you know, you know, uh, if you have a marketing reason, you can price it any way you want to. Mm -hmm. Um, but for me, I, you know, I always think like mass pr production. So I always, um, price it at what the traditional folks are doing, right? And so on average, um, when a, when a Simon and Schuster, um, puts out a book, they usually put it out for like $14.99 for paperback. Mm -hmm. um, it's usually $9.99 for the uh, electronic version. 
Um, and it's usually about 20, $29 to $24.99 for the hardcovers. So I so I, I follow that same model just so that when people look at the book and they're comparing, you know, my book to another book, it, it's still sort of like comparable. Mm -hmm. Um, and then also here's the other trick is that I also undercut myself on my website, right? And so if if I I put it on Amazon for $14.99, but I'm gonna put it on my website for $12.99 or $9.99. Right. Because I, I get a bigger margin when they buy from me anyway. Mm -hmm. And so now if somebody's like price shopping, like I want you to get the work directly from me. And so I, I, I usually like undercut myself. Harlem just came out and he says he's getting the work directly. Yeah, from man. Me. Now you spoke about chat GBT a lot and, and some of the audience and me, they've heard it, but they yeah. don't really know how it works. Open AI, chat GBT, the fastest growing platform in the history of the internet. Yeah. Is there tiers? How much is it to be a member? Like, how does that work? Yeah, so I mean, you know, one one of the things that that I, I enjoy now is that when it, when ChatGPT first came out, um, they literally had millions of people join immediately, and it would it would like crash, you know what I mean? Uh, you know, it would crash the internet, like crash their their thing. Um, you know, and I was thinking about a whole line, crash the internet, and I ain't even internet. Um, <laughs> but 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 it, it it literally crashed it, right? And so um, they now created a tier where you can have get like VIP, if you will, where if anybody is on there, they'll kick off the free people first. So I, so I pay $20 a month, okay. right? $20 a month to get access to it whenever I want to. In fact, when I wrote this book, they ha didn't have that option yet. So I literally wrote this at 9 p.m. Because I was like timing and I was like, yo, what, yo, what is the time where most people are asleep or most people ain't using it? Mm. So I was like, oh, 9 p.m. I'm, I'm on there. So I, so during the day, it's too many people on there. So I would go like 9 p.m. and I stayed up to like three in the morning to, to finish it. Mm. Uh, but now I don't have to do that. I could get, get access to it at any time. And so, um, you know, at the time of this recording, um, they're up to G, uh, chat GPT four, four yep. which is, which is a, which is a way faster, uh, got more information. Um, and, and I, and I get first dibs to it. Um, and that's the great thing. What I, what I believe about, about the platform is because as it continues to get smarter and smarter and smarter, then I'm going to have access to more information. I can just dump out the information yeah. faster. And that, and, and that's the other thing is though, too, is that I look at it as a way that I can serve the people more, right? Because imagine if a book took me, um, like my first book took me eight months to write. So guess what? I'm not promoting. I'm not giving out information while I'm in the writing mode. Nah, so for eight months, I'm, I'm out the game. But now I got a week and then now I'm, now I'm, now I'm not hitting the streets. Goodmoney.com. So like people like me, I don't read books, but yeah. I do listen to audio books. Yeah. So that's a huge market. So what's the deal with the audio books? Is it the same type of vibe? For the self-publishing situation? Yeah, so 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 that's a great question. So like I remember I, I wrote a book, um, The Wake Up Call, you know, based on Jay-Z's 444 album, and I didn't do audio. And then all of my my truckers, my Uber drivers, they was like, yo, I need the audio version. Um, and so, you know, there's a there's a couple of ways that you um can do um audio. Uh, my favorite just for right now is um ACX. Uh, so applecharliexray.com, acx.com, mm -hmm. uh, which is an Amazon company. Um, and it allows you to upload your audio version of your book, attach it to your Amazon, and then that's how it gets on Audible. Um, that's how it gets on Apple Books, iBooks. Um, I use that right now because, you know, like most people who listen to audio books go to Audible. You know what I'm saying? But there's other platforms. Um, 
you know, I know Spotify just bought, uh, I forget the name of the company, but Spotify actually just bought an audiobook company to now get audiobooks on Spotify. Mm. I'm watching that closely, right? Because so, so Apple Music has some audiobooks too. Absolutely. Like yeah. Prince, I know I had his book on Apple Music. Yeah. Dane Dash, he got an audiobook on Apple Music. Yeah. So some of the times the books actually go to Apple Music as well. Yeah, so ACX does both, you know. So a so when you go to acx.com, it sends your books at Audible and Apple Music. So that so um so so that so that's that platform. Um and then I'm watching um Spotify because if if you know there's a lot of users on Spotify, and so Spotify knows how to convert people into listening to books on there, you know, you want to be there as well. So how do you get paid for audio? So audio is um, still still percentage, right? So I want to say um, it's a little high. I want to say maybe it's like 70% that you get for the audio. So every time somebody buys your audio, you get 70% of the price, and then, and then uh, whatever distributor you're using, which is ACX, Amazon, they get the 30%, which is dope because... You only do it one time. Yeah. There's no cost. There's no but print cost. A lot of the, the audio books that are... So, like for me, right? Because I listen to a lot of audio books. So yeah. Let's take Apple Music. We don't. I'm not paying for that. It's just yeah. a $10 a month subscription to Apple. It's like streaming. Yep. Song. But then also, even on Audible, it's like... It's, I feel like you get like packages where you get like 10 books bundled together mm-hmm. or something like that. You pay us like $9 a month, and then you just get an unlimited amount of books. Yeah. So it's not like those that book I would have to pay ten dollars for. Yep. But if I'm listening to the audio book, I'm more so paying the service yep. for the either Audible or Apple or whatever. And then they just I guess that is in a big pot yep. and they're just trickling it down. Yeah. You say Apple Music or the books? Because Apple Music is Apple the, Music, that's what I'm saying. There's, yeah, there's, there's books on well, Apple. I know Music. that's what I'm saying. Yeah, there are books on Apple Music, but yeah. then the books one is free, but then you have to pay. Yeah. So so right now. Every time some and, and 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 it's hard to um it's hard to know, right? Full transparency. Mm-hmm. It's hard to track how many people actually bought your audiobook, right? But the 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 license or the agreement that, that we have with, with ACX is that every time somebody purchases it, then you're gonna get that because um, you, you can do it too, because you can buy an audiobook. Right. Yeah. Like because I've done that before right. too, where I just buy $14 for Rich Dad, Poor Dad audio book. Yeah. But I think it's moving out of that model yeah. where it's more of a streaming yeah. type of model. Yeah. Yeah. So, so like for right now, anybody who consumes my audio book, I get 70% of my retail price. And so I'm assuming that Amazon or all these other platforms, what they do is they have this big pot. And then, and then, you know, maybe are paying mm. based on when somebody is actually consuming your audio. Um, and so, you know, you know, I, I would assume that if somebody has, um, I mean, some, you know, I, I don't know the, 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 the mathematics around it. Um, but again, there's no really way to, like, I gotta trust what they say, right? So, so if, if a thousand people listen to my, my audio book mm. and they tell me there's only 200, then I'm gonna have, there's no way to verify because mm. they don't give me access. So sort of like they back office or whatever, if you will. So there's no way for me to verify it. Um, but I still say though, it's still worth, worth worth doing because it's still having your content out there more than than if you didn't have it out. And there. the royalties puts it pretty good. Absolutely, right? yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, I've made I've made a lot of money off of my audio books again because a lot of people are always on the go. Yeah. Um, and so you know, once you have the book, you know, um, written. Um, you can now record the book. And, and here's the other thing. So now we talk about AI. You can actually, I know Adobe has a great 
artificial intelligence for audio, where now once you record your audio book, you could throw it through the Adobe app and then it'll, it'll clean it up and make it sound like it's, it's, it's studio. So you don't even have to really go to an actual studio mm -hmm. and pay thousands of dollars to record your book. You could record your book on an iPhone. There's a, um, there's a mic that I use by Shure, S-H-U-R-E, called the MV88. Yep. You throw that to your iPhone, like it could be people talking in the background. It muffles them out. Yeah. I could then take that audio, throw it into Adobe, and and it's AI to clean it up and make it sound professional. And now upload it. Now I got my audio. Yeah, you see a lot of people, especially uh, commentators, not commentators, but beat writers, when they go into locker rooms, they got that joint plugged yeah. in, and that's what they're using. Yeah. But what you're saying makes sense, right? I think there was a report that for the first time in history, the audio uh, listenership uh, and viewership, I guess, information had passed the viewership of actual television. Mm. And so you can see that the, the push toward content, even in the podcast space where you're finding millions and millions of people coming up with new shows, it makes sense yeah. why you should have that. I got a question for you though. Yes, sir. Right? And just from historically, the books you've written, Mind Right, right? Yeah. We know the influence there, yes. the Final Call, we know the Nipsey book that you wrote. Mm -hmm. Hip hop was a big influence. In today's climate with the music that, that is out, is there still the same amount of influence for you to write another book based on, on wow. the topic of hip hop? Yo, that's a great question because I thought about it um, and I, I had a top list though. Like I like I wanted to write a Drake book. Mm -hmm. um, I, I had a Shaq book that I had in mind. I had uh, these other celebrity that I wanted to um, to use to write books. Um, nah, I wondered. Nah, and, 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 and you know, and you know what though. Um, uh, that's a great question. You know why I say no is because uh, we the boys. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, and 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 I and I don't say this. Um, I think I think you know for me one of the reasons why I, why I did it was you know I was trying to figure it out. I was trying to bang on the door. Like I'm like nah, yo, people who listen to hip hop, they older now. They got houses. They got this. And I'm like yo, they need this information. Um. But they weren't reading books. And I said, so I was like, yo, you know what? I'm gonna put the medicine in the candy. Right? I, I listened to a Jay-Z album and I'm like, oh yo, people keep talking about 444 is about him cheating on Beyonce, but nah, that's 20% of the no, nah, 80%. He talked about generational wealth. So I'm put the medicine in the candy. Right? Nipsey, you know, God rest his soul. Like he's giving you the blueprint. All right, I'm putting in the book. Um, now because of the, you know, um, entrepreneurs, financial educators, content creators are now as influential or in some cases more influential mm -hmm. uh, than the actual artists. Um, you know what I'm saying? We are the candy. You know what I'm saying? So I don't really have to do that anymore. Um, I still, you know, uh, I still have some um, legendary people that I do want to write about. Um, and I may do it. You know, mm -hmm. I may do it. Um, but I think, I think now it's... Um, you know, it, it, it's not as necessary as it was when I did it before. Uh, and to be honest, I could, I could move um, just as much units just using me mm -hmm. than trying to use a message that uh, that's out there. Right. So like all of the because 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 you got to think about it, like like there's a lot of podcasts that talk about money now. Um, and so and so wealth in our culture is becoming normal. And so now I don't have to like disguise it if you will i could just be up front here is your map for generational wealth and people are gonna gonna, gonna want to yeah, get it yeah. Yeah, I, I preface that to lead to the next part yeah when we, when we talk about writing books because i, I kind of felt that way like yeah. you become the person yeah. you don't have to look for the person yeah. but 
your wife yeah. is publishing books. Oh, yeah. Your son. Yep. Ashton Scash. Talk about the influence that it, what you've done in your career has had on them yeah. and the generational story behind it. Yeah. So, uh, you know, salute to the first lady. My wife has written nine books. Nine. Um, and they're all children books, right? And so, you know, one of, so she, she created a, a series called uh, the I Am Royalty book series. Um, and it actually started for my kids. Um, and so when my daughter was about two years old, we were trying to find stories that look like her to, you know, to teach her about herself. And we couldn't really find any stories. And so my wife just started doing research and she was like, you know, why does it, everything have to start at slavery? Um, and so she started this, this, this book series called I Am Royalty. And she started, you know, her first book, uh, was I Am Queen Zynga. Um, she talked, she has a book on Mansa Musa. She has a book on Queen Amina. Um, you know, she did a, a whole series on the Haitian Revolution, mm -hmm. um, you know, talking about the, the five heroes, because when we think about, you know, Haiti being the first free black republic ever, um, you know, people always talk, you know, Jean-Jacques Dessalines, right? But Dessalines wasn't the only, uh, or no, Toussaint, right? They would, they would talk about Toussaint Louverture, but Toussaint wasn't the only hero. It was, it was, it was Toussaint. It was Dessaline. It was King Christophe. It was, it was, uh, you know, Francois Macadam. It was Duddy Bookman from Jamaica, who, if it wasn't for Jamaica, if it wasn't for Duddy Bookman and the Bookman prayer, Haiti wouldn't have gotten its, its, you know, uh, its independence. And if you think about Duddy Bookman, he was a Muslim brother who they burnt the, the Quran on his, like, so this history that people don't even understand how deeply rooted, like, all of our cultures are intertwined. Um, and so she decided to put, put the books out. Um, and they did well, right? They did very well because it was, uh, something that it showed, uh, information that was needed that, that wasn't out there. Um, you know, my, my son, uh, who is seven years old is watching, you know, me do my things with not, you know, nonfiction books. Uh, my wife do, do her thing with the children's books. And she's like, dad, dad, mom, I want to earn some money. Right. And so, so he, that's the language that he has. He's not, he's like asking us for money. He see us putting the work in. He's like, I want to earn some money. So we like, all right, what other way, what best way? Let, let, I'll show you how to do this, son. <laughs> Literally. You know what I'm saying? And so, and so now, you know, we, we, we put, his name is Ash as well. So it's like Ash loves cash. He puts his book out. Me and my daughter, right? She cool now, right? So she too cool. We got to get her back in the book business. Mm. But we, uh, we wrote a book together when she was, uh, three, uh, three years old called Taylor's Way, uh, Life Lessons Through the Eyes of a Three Year Old. And so I think that, um, you know, not only are we preaching it, but we're practicing it as well because again, these are all like, this is in our trust, right? Like mm -hmm. this is, this is not just like, all right, we're going to pass down money and, assets but now nah, like who's gonna own the 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 book catalog right you know like i said napoleon hill has the napoleon hill foundation still making money to this day his family's still eating off of his intellectual property and so we're teaching him that um at an early age so let's rewind this back to the audio book because i had another question before we switch topics how do you so there's different ways that you can do the audio because yeah. you can get in the booth and, and record it yourself yeah. when you're reading the book but I've listened to audio books where the author is, they have a different person. Yeah. Like they have people that, that just specialize in just doing voices. Yeah. What do you recommend? Yeah. Because that could be difficult too. People don't, you underestimate how difficult it is to read a hundred pages. Yeah. And like, you know, it's like, even if you, you, you're writing it, but reading it and it's, a, that's a skill set within itself. Not 100%. Itself. And 100%. it has to have a certain voice. And yeah. it, so it's like, you could be a good author, but you might not be able to necessarily be able to dictate that 
verbally. Yeah, yeah. So yeah. What, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, so I, so I say this, right? So like all of, you know, even ACX and a lot of places you upload the book, uh, they'll have voiceover actors that you could pay uh, to read the book for you. Um, there's different ways you could do it. You could, you could, you could pay the, you could pay them, uh, to do it, or you could pay them and pay them a royalty, right? So every time somebody buys it, they get a percentage of the book. Um, I say if it's, if it's the choice between, uh, doing it and not doing it, then go that route. Ultimately though, I would say it's best that it's in your voice. And the reason why is, is again, uh, when I teach people to write books, I'm teaching you how to write a book that can create a, a business as well. Um, and you want your people to fall in love with your voice, mm-hmm. right? You want people to be able to um, hear the book, hear your personality, because that's the other thing is that I'm not for everybody, right? There's people that's like, yo, bro, this dude be yelling. Like, I, 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 I remember when I first started Inside the Vault, people in the comments like, yo, why is he yelling so much, right? So, so I'm not for everybody. And I understand that, but there are a select few people who love, like, yo, ass get me hype. Yo, I love his energy, you know? And so imagine if I had somebody else read my book and now the person don't have my energy, now the person who would probably pay me 50000 to work with me one-on-one because they like my energy, uh, they're not they're not rocking with me, right? You know, you have a different temperament. Imagine imagine you wrote a book and I read your book. <laughs> imagine, imagine I'm like, yeah, I'm Rashad Black. You know what I'm saying? They're going to be like, whoa, hold on, man. Who's I, did not, I did not expect that. You feel what I'm saying? And so I would think that you want to read your book because you cool like you cool. And so now when they when they're hearing you, they're hearing your voice, like like Fifty, for instance, like Fifty reads his own books, mm-hmm. and when you hear it though, you hear you hear Fifty, right? And, and you could tell he reading, you know, you could tell he reading, but you still get Fifty's essence, if you will, when he's reading. But the that's book. also a career path. That's a career path within itself. Reading, yeah. reading, doing oh, voiceovers. Yeah. How much you get? How much money you get paid for that? Man, it depends. So like, I think I think you could get anywhere between you know fifteen hundred to about four thousand dollars for for a whole I, I book. I think Rick Ross should do that. To like Some people read have his special, book. just other any book. Mm. He, he does. Like, yeah, he did his. Yeah, yeah. But he I does. mean, it's like he's like Morgan Freeman. Some yeah. people have special voices. Yeah, yeah. Where it's like I would just listen to Rick Ross just reading about. Anything because it's like it's like a movie. Yeah, you know what I'm saying that's a fact though. I, like personally though, I would pay Rick Ross to, to read to be one of my book. That's, yeah, that would yeah, that would be yeah. hard. Absolutely, like that that yo, makes sense. I, yo, I, that I, makes easily. Sense. I, whatever whatever it costs, I, y'all y'all set that up. Whatever that costs, <laughs> I will pay Rick Ross to read my book because it'd be dope. Because that's too easy, right? Because because <laughs> think about that. Oh, this look. See, look. This is this is this is when the bosses get together. <laughs> yeah. This is when this, this is when the plays come. Because think about this though. Like think about like 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 Rick Ross would be a good person. I would love Erica Badu to read, read one of my books. Mm-hmm. So imagine if you could now get abundance as your birthright, and you could choose who you're gonna listen to. That's a that's, that's a new play. That's the new play. <laughs> we gonna have to work on that one. I that's like the new that. play. I, so yeah, we'll, we'll stay with the voiceovers because yeah. I'm thinking to myself like when I hear your voice. It's super animated. When I think animated, I'm thinking animated series. Mm. You already have the children's books. Yeah. Is that something in the world of expansion for the brand? Yeah, not 100%. So, um, you know, we we just we just leased a space here in Atlanta mm-hmm. um, that we're building out the Abundance Content Studio. Yeah. Um, you know, live, uh, the Abundance Content Studio, studio and the Abundance Center. Um, and we're going to have, you know, a, a, a live 
um, you know, uh, event space where we could do live shows and things of that nature. But the content studio is really where we're going to build content. But ultimately, the goal is to, um, you know, create documentaries. Like I have, uh, I'm doing a lot of work with uh, formerly incarcerated men and women. Um, and so I have a, um, a nonprofit that I started called the Abundance Code. Mm -hmm. uh, code stands for creating opportunities despite the environment. Um, and I would love to um, do many documentaries on people who have are formerly incarcerated, like a Wallow, like a Wall Street Trapper, like like a Chef Jeff, like these people who are you know formerly incarcerated but are but are killing it on another level. Do these mini documentaries, so definitely creating uh, movies and things of that nature, um, and. You know, because Troy says so, we're going to do some animation. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so, and, and so it's funny though, because my, you know, my wife and I, my wife had, had actually had the idea of, uh, doing, you know, turning her books into, um, into cartoons, you know? Right. And so that's definitely something that, that I think we, uh, would, you know, at some point yeah. we'll explore. Like, what was that show that they had? What was it called? Little Bill? I mean, the, the oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I could see these stories being told in that type of animation. Yeah. yeah. And, and, you know, the crazy thing about it is that it's still, um, regardless of the the lack, I mean, the, the regardless of the amount of information that's currently out there, there's still a lack of stories about us. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? And so, to to that point, yeah. um, you know, creating cartoons and animations, and I mean, nobody has really done it um, at scale yet. But you know, we have, I mean, we have access to the people now, yeah. right? So we don't have to put it on Channel 11. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. On Saturday morning. Like we could create our own streaming services where you know people could 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 sign up and and, and check out our cartoons. Yeah, and if you look at the number one thing that's viewed as far as YouTube is content, Baby Shark. Mm, yeah. The number one thing that's ever been viewed, and then you got the the baby, you know, like the baby uh, cartoons that you know teach colors and learn. But like, yo, if we had authentic stories, it would be a perfect place for it. Yeah, not one percent. Yeah. So. Tell the people what you got coming up, any uh, events, uh, Path to Prosperity, what's going on with that. Talk about the show, talk yeah. about your books. Talk about your relationship with Shaq. Hey. Yeah. <laughs> yo, salute to Shaq. Yo, look, I get busy on the court. Uh, yo, literally, though, I, like, I, I'm, I have superhuman strength, though. I do. Um, and so because I'm so strong, you know, whether, whether, whether they, you know, three feet or eight one, you know what I'm saying? You get eight from, you know what I'm saying? Salute the killer care. But you know what I'm saying? I was running up chess. And so I was so strong that people used to call me Shaq on the court. Uh, and so New York we, Sports Club. New York Sports Club. White Plains, baby. I'm a legend up there. Stop. Don't play with me. I get busy. Ask about Shaq, though. Ask about Shaq. Be like, yo, who, who does Shaq do? New York Sports Club, White Plains, Fort Worth. You know what I'm trying to say? We get busy. We get, look, yo, we get busy up there. Can we you know confirm what I'm or deny it? I'm not sure we can yo, I'm, he I'm, said it. Just he ask. Said it. Just ask. That's all. That's, that's all you gotta do. Yeah. Just be like, yo, who's Shaq from New York Sports Club? And they go, they go, they go have, they go have stories. They gonna yeah. be like, yo, this dude was crazy. He was like, he'll wait for like three people to come, and he would just, he ain't even look that strong, and he would just, you know, try to say superhuman like, strange, superhuman. So they just he, call me, you know what I mean? Yo, like I, I wrote the thing on your on your post. Jada Kiss used to come there, yeah, and he like he used to get he used to get buckets. But he even said to me, he was like, yo, you strong as an ox. Like, I was like, <laughs> yo, I promise you, bro, uh, I got buckets. So, so you know, it was, it was dope, though. 
um, you know, during one of our challenges with Path to Prosperity, I had an opportunity to have a conversation with Shaq uh, and let him know. Like, I was giving him, you know, see, you know, he called me ugly and all that, but you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I was trying to give him his props. Like, yo, they called me Shaq. He was like, nah, they don't call you that. So, so, you so, I, so I, had to throw, I had to throw the videos out there to see. But, yeah. but, but I wish I had, like, videos in my prime. You know, I put on a little bit of weight. You told you, so Achilles, so you came back. I my Achilles. Came back from it. Yeah, so, but I will get back on the court, though. I will. You know what I'm saying? Because I got a show now. You know what I'm saying? Now I got the lights. You know what I'm saying? So I got to show people I can run up checks. You know what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah. So, uh, but Pack of Prosperity, uh, we started a podcast as well um, called the Pack of Prosperity Show. Uh, you know, me, Marvin, uh, Storm. So so oddly enough, the top three, you know what I mean? The top two podcasts on Inside the Vault, right? Mm -hmm. So, you know, Storm, Leroy, the Employee Millionaire, also EYL alumni, yep. came on Inside the Vault, like burned it up. Uh, I think he's over, he was my first show that did over half a million. Yep, yep. Um, you know, I think, uh, Marvin Mitchell, Mr. Become Your Own Bank. Um, his, his show went crazy because a lot of people, um, were new to this infinite banking, how you use life insurance, uh, to really uh, become your own bank. Um, and so his show is still going crazy. I think he's over 600,000, yep. you know, right now. And so, you know, we had decided to come together. We did a challenge together, uh, where we were, we, we were helping people make, manage and multiply money. Um, and so, you know, me from the digital aspect, from creating books, you know, Storm does out of state real estate. So he was teaching that, you know, Marvin was teaching how to become your own bank and, um, you know, Storm and Marvin do, you know, do trust and teach people how to uh, create trust. Um, and so we just to say, we say, yo, let's just get together and just do like a challenge and just help people out. Um, that challenge went crazy. We, we, you know, we did, you know, a lot of, you know, great things, you know what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. Um, and then we just kept doing challenges. And so now we have the podcast. Um, we're going to continue to, you know, enlighten, uh, the community. So we have, we, we will have an annual, uh, conference. So the conference, the next path to prosperity conference will be in October. Um, we have a bunch of uh, masterminds and VIP days, uh, that people could, you know, be a part of. Um, P2, so mypactoprosperity.com. Mm -hmm. Um, that's the website where you can see all of the stuff that, that we're doing together. Um, all of the things that, that really just from a culture perspective, kind of moving the culture into the next uh, state. Um, and, um, you know, besides P2P, um, you know, continuing to, uh, work on, I actually have an app coming out, um, called the Book Rich app. And so one of the things that I decided to do was instead of, um, just, you know, teaching people how to do it, give them the platform to do it. Mm. Um, and so, um, you know, there's, you know, I've, I've made millions of dollars, uh, off of books, but not just the books, but books, um, courses, uh, high level masterminds, things of that nature. Um, and there are particular funnels that I've used, right? So, um, instead of trying to recreate those funnels, um, I have an app called Book Rich and you can go to bookrich.io, uh, where it's a, it's like click funnels, if you will, but it's already preloaded with, uh, the funnels. So it pre, it's preloaded with, with the, with, with what, with the website that you would, that you would just input your information on, um, to create your books, um, to, to, you know, uh, put your book on there, create your courses, um, you know, marketing, email marketing, like it gives you all the templates. Um, and then you get access to Book Rich University, uh, which is me just teaching all of the different steps that you could do to make 15 streams of income from your book. Um, and then, yeah, and then just, you know what I'm saying? Invest fast. You know what I'm saying? Every year, I'm permanent. Look, I'm trying, I'm trying to <laughs> look, every year, Ash Cash is a, is a, is a, yo, y'all need, y'all need to, to commission, B. We need Ash Cash on Invest Fest every year. 
Put the comments in the chat. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> August. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, <laughs> inside the fold. Make sure you subscribe. Yo, please, please, on, please. On audio uh, podcast outlets and make sure you watch on YouTube Inside the Vault weekly show. Every uh, Thursday, 8 p.m. Yes. Eastern Standard Time. Tell a friend to tell a friend. You know what I mean? Tell a, tell a friend to tell a friend. Ash Cash, always a pleasure. Yes, my sir. brother. Always, um, always, always, yes, always. Yes, yes. Yes. Thank you for the game. Thank you for the energy. And uh, let's get it. Yeah, we'll see you next week. Peace. My graduates from my school being Forbes. Bag drop. Bag drop. <laughs> a mic drop. Bag drop. Bag drop. The Enhanced American Express Business Gold Card is designed to take your business further. It's packed with features and benefits like flexible spending capacity that adapts to your business, 24-7 support from a business card specialist trained to help with your business needs, and so much more. The Amex Business Gold Card, now smarter and more flexible. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash businessgoldcard.